Hi, boys and girls. Welcome once again to Uncle Jimmy time. All you greasers coming to you live from the rock and roll garage, the beautiful rock and roll garage. It's greased wheels time. The podcast where your Uncle Jimmy tries to help you through all the pitfalls of being an automotive technician. Now, I want to dive into today's subject, which I I think personally should be a fun one. I don't know. We'll we'll see how it ends. <laughs> we'll see how it all ends. Uh, how's it end? I don't know yet. I'm making it all up as I go along, you know. And it's my opinion, so who knows? This this week's subject is stupid shit customers do. And then uh, this. This podcast could go on for fucking hours, but we're gonna try to we're gonna try to condense it down into our normal uh, thirty minute uh, angry rant, mean diatribe against customers. Look, there's a fucking thousand things they do that we wish they wouldn't do, and uh, some of it isn't even stupid. Some of it is just stuff they do because they don't fucking know any better. I mean, uh, you know, a good example is where you you need to. Uh, you know, diagnose and possibly replace the battery and it's in the back, in the corner of the trunk and they have three sets of golf clubs and sweaty gym clothes and a bowling ball and a deflated basketball and who knows what the fuck else in their trunk. And they're not doing that on purpose. Now that is stupid shit that they do, but it's not stupid shit that they do with malice, okay? There's a difference. When they bring you a car that has a drivability concern uh you know it vibrates or it shakes or there's a weird noise at like 65 miles an hour and the car hasn't got a fucking drop of gas in it that stupid shit that they do that does seem malicious and in fact they should be fucking killed if they do that okay don't bring me seriously and and i know you all feel exactly the same way don't bring me a fucking car where I got to test drive it to see what the fuck's wrong with it and give me absolutely no motherfucking gas. Okay? Don't just don't fucking do it because now I get in the car and it says, you know, the, the fucking low fuel lights on or the range is is all lines. It's not even, you know, 10 miles or 5 miles. It's all lines saying that guess what? You don't have any more fucking range. And and maybe I guess I've heard this before too where the customer will go, "Oh, well when it gets to E, it's got another 20 miles to go." Well, guess what? I'm not going to find out on my own time that you're a fucking Einstein and that is exactly how it works because guess what? I don't believe you are fucking Einstein. And if your car says it's out of gas, I'm more likely to believe it's almost going to fucking stall because it's out of gas rather than go by what you say. Oh, it's got another 20 miles to go. Yeah, well, go 20 fucking miles, put some gas in it so I don't fucking run out on a test drive. Because if I come back and you're still here and I had to walk back and get the car towed back or go to a gas station and get gas and carry it down the road in a fucking washer jug and put it in your fucking car. I'm going to come back and I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of you, stupid fucking bastard. All right. Didn't take me long to go to DEFCON 1, did it now? <laughs> you know that people do that. They do that all the fucking time. They do it all the time. Bring you a car. You, they know you got to drive it and it's completely out of fucking gas. And I will tell you that more often than not, even though they go, oh, I didn't know, they fucking very well goddamn did know. They just want you to put gas in it for them. They're like, oh, I fucked the shop that's working on my car by bringing it to them on empty. Yeah, and if I ever heard anybody say that out loud, I would reach over and grab them by the fucking throat. Okay? It's just something that I would do not only to uh, help myself 
relieve some tension. It would also be something that maybe would help you all in the future, okay? Because it happens so often. Some of the other things that customers do that is just stupid fucking shit is they take their car to one shop and then bring it to another shop and then bring it to a whole another shop. Or they take it to one of these quickie oil change places. Now, if you're a technician at a quickie oil change place and you're listening to Grease the Wheels, I abhor you to get the fuck out of there because those places have a terrible, 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 let me just say it one more time, okay? Terrible reputation, okay? I can't tell you how many fucking times I have had to rethread drain plugs or put a fucking three a fucking half inch breaker bar on a fucking drain plug that was too tight or put in the right oil when you put in the wrong oil or take an oil filter. This is the one that happens to me the most. I have to take an oil filter out of this person's car because A, it is a fucking very, very cheap and horrible copy of the filter that's supposed to be in there. It's made in Korea or China, or Poland, or Malaysia, and the fucking thing is just a piece of shit, and it clogs up shit, and it it, it sinks itself in, and the O-ring never fits right, and the, and the cap leaks, and it's, it's just a mess, okay? There's certain cars that you need to use certain filters on, and they are never, never gonna fucking use those correct filters at a Jiffy Lube, or at a fucking Walmart, or wherever the fuck else they change oil for 10 fucking dollars. So if you work in one of those places, I apologize that your employment has brought you there, but you should be seeking a way the fuck out of there, okay? And if you've got a modicum of intelligence and you've got a little bit of uh, even a remote amount of initiative, get your ass to tech school, learn how to do shit right, stop working at those fucking places, and get yourself over to a real mechanic shop and learn from the people there who've been doing the job for a little while. Learn how to tighten up a drain plug without using a fucking 3 8 breaker bar with a pipe on it, okay? Learn how to just tighten it up so it's tight enough. Learn how to put the right parts in. Learn how to put the right amount of oil in. Learn how to drain the oil out of, wait for it, the engine instead of the transmission, Okay, so that you don't have to watch that car get pushed out the door because you drained out the tranny fluid instead of the engine oil. And now the engine has, oh, by the way, two times the amount of oil in it that it's supposed to have. Think about what a colossal fuck up that is. And yet I'm pretty sure it happens at least every fucking day somewhere in America. So stop doing that shit. And customers, if you're listening to this and, you know, I mean, you certainly can, it's a free country, but this is meant for technicians. But if you're listening to this and you're a customer, stop taking your car to those fucking places for Christ's sakes. They're fucking your cars up. And in some cases, when you bring them to me afterwards, I can't unfuck them. Suppose they leave a drain plug loose. Suppose they leave a drain plug loose and they have like buddy systems and shit. So this doesn't happen, but it still does. Suppose they leave a drain plug loose and it rattles itself out and your engine oil drains all the way out of your engine and you're on your way home, you got about another five miles to go and your low oil light comes on and your engine starts knocking. I can't unfuck that engine. It's done. And here's a, here's another thing that customers do. And this is this is classic. This is classic. I think that this, this actually started, I got a name for this. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe you'll enjoy it. This has been happening since about uh, two or three days after they invented the automobile. And it's a, it's, it's a little thing I call the I wasn't home yet syndrome, okay? And what it refers to is when you're driving somewhere 
and you just want to get home and maybe you're you might be 15 or maybe 10 miles away from your house and all of a sudden your car starts fucking up and i i don't mean in a small way i mean in a large way maybe your engine starts uh i don't know knocking maybe your transmission starts slipping maybe you've got a flat fucking tire or maybe maybe just maybe the fan clutch on your engine is shot and all of a sudden all of the blades on your fan hits something because the fan clutch was so fucking bad and it pokes not only a hole in the hood which was a, actually a big hole it also cuts through a lot of the radiator hoses that are right there because if the flam, fan blades are spinning at you know a couple two three thousand rpms and they just suddenly decide they don't want to hang on anymore they're gonna have some pretty good inertia behind them and they're gonna fucking slice through a lot of shit the hood being one of them the fender well maybe uh maybe the ac lines maybe the radiator hoses whatever okay and yet you know here you are cruising down the road 60 70 80 probably 80 or 90 miles an hour because that's how fast you drive everywhere you go and now all of a sudden your car is overheating because the cooling system's not sealed anymore and we as we know as technicians the cooling system needs to be sealed okay so your car starts to overheat and you're still about six maybe seven maybe eight miles from home so what do you do what do you do you keep fucking going you keep fucking driving as long as the engine's running who fucking cares if it gets hot it'll cool down eventually yes yes you actually are correct it will cool down eventually but for right now major engine components are getting way fucking hotter than they should and it's going to destroy them this amount of heat that you're allowing these components to build up right now it's going to destroy them and it's going to make your uncle jimmy angry because he tried he tried desperately to thwart this problem and for some reason you seem to think that it was no big fucking deal it was not a big deal it's not a problem it's just a noise It'll go away. Yeah, it went away. It went right through your hood and through your lower radiator hose and your crossover pipe. And I think it went through an AC hose too. I don't know. It fucked up a bunch of shit. And you weren't home yet, so you kept going. So you drove six, seven, eight miles with the temperature gauge pegged in the fucking red. And then when you got home and you fixed all the leaks and put a new fan clutch on it, were you able to drive that car? No, you were not because it continued to overheat. Because today's engines are almost all made out of aluminum and aluminum is very unforgiving. You know, a steel, an engine that was made out of steel, like let's just pick one, like a small block Chevy or maybe an old Oldsmobile engine, like the ones I have in my shop, you could overheat them somewhat and they won't warp a head gasket because they're steel and steel is tough. Steel is some tough shit. Aluminum, not so tough. Compared to steel, aluminum is chewing fucking gum, okay? And you can warp the fucking piss out of it in a hurry. And it fucks your engine up. Okay? So the next time you're driving down the fucking road, if you're a customer and you're listening to this, and something happens to your car, maybe the coolant, the coolant temperature gauge has gone into the red, or maybe your oil pressure light is on, or maybe you got a flat tire, or, or there's a thousand things that can happen where you should stop driving the fucking car, what you need to do is, even though you're not home, is you need to stop driving the fucking car. Stop. Okay, now, 
as a technician and the tech a lot of technicians are listening to this now they're like no don't tell them to stop tell them to keep fucking going because it's a lot easier i make a lot more money replacing an engine than just a water pump or just a tire or you know instead of having to replace a tire and the rim or the brake rotor for that matter if the fucking rim goes to shit uh, it's a lot easier for me it's a lot more you know lucrative for me to replace an engine or a transmission you know i mean yeah i get it you know let people fuck shit up right no i would really rather they didn't i don't i don't you know because i've got members of my family who suffer from this uh i wasn't home yet syndrome that i'm speaking of where something goes fucking wrong and they aren't home yet so they just keep fucking going and then the next call is to their goddamn uncle jimmy I was driving down the road and my car started to overheat. Did you stop? Well, um, I wasn't home yet, so no. I made it home. Yeah, I bet you did. But guess what? You drive that car somewhere now, you ain't going to make it home. You ain't going to make it home. Yeah. So, yeah, this has happened to me several times with my nephews. And uh, quite frankly, I just want to spank the fuck out of them. Of course, they're all bigger than me, but... uh, uh, and it wouldn't help. It wouldn't help because in the heat of the moment, they just don't seem to give a fuck. And I can't, there's nothing. I've tried a lot of different things to make them give a fuck. And basically there's just no hope. They don't give a fuck. So that's that. Um, and, and people do that. I've, I've worked on several cars at the dealerships I worked at where people had a problem and they just kept going. Uh, one, one of the ones I had, I, I spoke about on a, podcast a while back uh gentleman had a really really sweet three series convertible an older one uh, e46 convertible m54 engine this thing was cherry low miles twenty three thousand miles the thing was spotless spotless but it started overheat because i think the expansion tank split or something like that and he wasn't home yet well he made it home but then he had to have it towed to me. And I'm telling you, I have never seen a cylinder head that was so warped. It looked like a paperclip. It was that fucked up. He ended up trading it in and he took a bath on it. And uh, I got to be honest with you, I had no sympathy. Fuck him. Okay. So that's another one of the stupid things that customers do is the, the old I'm not home yet syndrome. And, uh, you know they'll get a car towed in, and 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 of course, you know when they call the, the when they call the service advisor, say, "Yeah, I need to have my car towed in." Why? What's the matter? Well, well, it, it won't run right. Okay, did did anything happen? Well, and this is where they lie, which is another fucking thing that customers do that is stupid. They lie to you. They won't tell you what they did. They they're not going to tell you what they did, because they want you they want you to somehow figure out what they did. And maybe get it covered under warranty or something. That's the other thing to do. That's the other stupid shit that customers do, is they will fuck things up. They will f- they will f- fuck things up in the most colossal manner possible, and look at you with a straight face and say, "Eh, is that covered under warranty?" Yeah. Um. Let me just check. No. No. Bent rims are not now nor are they ever going to be covered under a manufacturer's new car warranty, okay? Do you know why? No, why? Because the folks at BMW who built your car did not bend the fucking wheel. You did. Oh, oh, I didn't hit anything. Okay, well, who drives the car? Well, I drive it. 
Does anybody else drive it? No. Then you hit something with the fucking car and bent the wheel. Well, I don't remember. That's what they always say after they realize that they actually did hit something. And then a lot of times what they'll do later is they'll go, oh, yeah, there was this one time. Yeah, there was this one fucking time. I'm sure it was just one fucking time where you fucking hit a big, huge pothole or a parking barrier or a fucking tree or a bridge or whatever. Yeah, there was one time. Yeah, fuck off. Jesus Christ. I get tired of that shit. It's like, what do you think a new new car warranty is? It's like, like a fucking great big fucking carte blanche to just do whatever the fuck you want to your car and when it fucks up somebody else is going to pay for it <clears throat> welcome to America that's not how it works here there's some other stupid shit that customers do and, and I don't even I don't even have a list okay I'm just going off memory if I wrote down all the stupid shit that customers do one of the things that they do that drives me up a tree is they want to see it okay let's say I get a car in and I because the, the cars that I work on they leak oil a lot okay that's that's just it they gaskets are terrible and they don't do their job correctly and they they get dry and cracked and uh, they break up into little tiny pieces and they don't seal whatever it is they're supposed to seal and whatever it is they're supposed to seal starts to come out usually it's oil and uh, I'll tell a customer one time I say, well you know your oil pan gasket's starting to leak you know and they'll all be like, oh, I want to see it. You want to you want to see it? Why? You're seeing an oil leak. It's not going to change anything. It changes nothing. Okay? If you don't believe me, just say, I don't believe you. I need to see it for myself. That's really what you should say because that's what you're thinking. You're thinking I'm full of shit. You're thinking that, oh, you know, it's not really leaking. This guy just needs money. Well, uh, let me tell you something. I myself personally try to operate my entire life with a modicum of integrity. So if I say your car has an oil leak, it has a fucking oil leak. End of sentence. Usually it's the oil pan. Sometimes it's the valve cover. Sometimes it's an oil filter housing gasket. Sometimes it's all three. If I tell you, and, and these cars, the cars that I work on just do this like... Every single one of them does it. Every single one of them. So this is not like a surprise. I should you you shouldn't be surprised because I'm not surprised, and certainly your service advisor should should not be surprised. Well, you know, you know your oil pan's leaking. Holy cow! I can't believe it. You're never gonna hear that. Not where I work. You're gonna hear, oh, your oil pan's leaking. Welcome to the club. You know, seriously, because everybody's oil pan does fucking leak. And if you want to come back and see it. Okay, dickhead, here it is. I don't push your fucking face right up there. There it is. Now you got it on your nose. You see that? That's engine oil. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out of the oil pan gasket. <laughs> now you got to give me thousands of fucking dollars to fix it, jackass. Sometimes it's just good enough to send them a picture. But then, you know, it's, you know, if you've ever taken a picture of a leaky oil pan, ends up looking a lot like the pictures they took of the astronauts on the moon. It's like, what the fuck is that really a picture of? I have no idea. Well, that is Ursa Minor. And that over there, that's the constellation Sagittarius, you know? It's like, look, it's engine oil pan and it leaks oil. Take my motherfucking word for it. If you need a picture of it, I will send you a picture I took of a leaky oil pan like three fucking years ago. And yours is identical to that. Because this is something that they all fucking do. Stop breaking my balls and either okay the repair or decline it. But don't fucking piss me off with this, uh, I've got to see it bullshit, okay? That's some stupid shit that customers do. 
The other thing that customers do, this one, this one drives me crazy, and I did do a podcast about this a while back. Uh, one of the things that they do is they get these crazy, crazy, stupid fucking aftermarket warranties. I don't know where in the fuck they get them from. I think uh, uh, some of these warranties must come in the bottom of a box of Cracker Jacks. That's how fucking good they are. I'm serious. And you can you can tell when you have a good one because, you know, if you if you have a car like the ones that I work on at the dealership I work at, and you call up your warranty company, you say, yeah, they said I've got a leaky oil pan and the valve cover's leaking and they want to repair them, and I need for you to pay for that because, oh, by the way, I've been paying you for the last two years, and what I pay you is called a premium. So now it's time for you to cough up and pay for this repair. And that's where the fun starts. That's where the stupid shit starts. And it's not so much that customers are stupid. It's just that they don't research shit sometimes. Okay, because if you researched the aftermarket warranty company that you have purchased or are going to purchase for your vehicle, you will find that many of them suck. Many of them suck. Some of them are good and they will write you a check and send it right to the shop and, and the shop can get started on the repairs. But others, what they do is they said, oh, we'll send a guy out. Well, what they might as well say is, oh, we're not gonna pay for it but we're going to go through the motions. And what ends up happening is that, you know, in some cases they send a guy out and he's here to look at a specific car, which is no longer in the shop. Because if you have an aftermarket warranty, we park your car way the fuck out back because we know we're not going to be working on it, probably. So now we have to go way the fuck out back and bring that car in and put it up on a lift and show this fucking jackass who used to be a technician, he'll be sure to tell you, I used to be a technician. So don't try to put one over on me. I used to be a technician. Okay, Sparky. Here's the car. Here's the leaky fucking oil pan. Put down that it has a leaky oil pan. Go back and tell them it's got a leaky oil pan. And then they can figure out some way to tell the customer they're not going to fucking cover it. Oh, we don't cover oil pan leaks. I swear to God, one of these days, and I really fucking mean this, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I'm going to start a website where I go and I review every motherfucking aftermarket warranty company there is out there for automobiles, every single one of them. I'm going to I'm gonna buy all these different cars, and I'm going to get a different warranty in each one of them, and then I'm going to claim I need a repair in each one of them, and I'm going to see how that they get handled. And then I'm going to report those findings to you fine folks so that you can buy a warranty from a company that actually does what they say they're going to do. And you can avoid the ones that are sham artists. Now, sometimes when they send an, uh, an adjuster out, and he used to be a technician, sometimes they go ahead and approve that repair anyway, which always blows my mind. Because now I got to go way the fuck out back and get that car again and fix it, which is weird because a lot of times when I see an adjuster for an insurance company, I automatically think that they're just going to say no and that they're just going through the motions. So there's a lot of different ones of those out there. If you're going to buy one for your car, for your wife's car, your mom's going to buy one for her car or dad or your sister or your brother, just have them do their due diligence and do some research on these particular aftermarket warranty companies, okay? Because there's a lot of shitty ones out there. They take your money, they won't cover shit, and then they laugh at you when you want 
really anything covered. That's some stupid shit that customers do. They aren't good customers. That's basically what it comes down to. They're terrible consumers. Now there's other stupid shit that customers do. And, uh, you know, sometimes you, you, you gotta be, you almost have to, uh, admire the ingenuity. I've seen customers carry sticks underneath the hood of their car, just a regular, like a tree branch or maybe even a broken broomstick because their hood shocks are shot. And when they need to have the hood stay up, they just shove the stick in there. I mean, I suppose, yeah, that's, you know, that works. It works, you know. I mean, if I have to work on the car and I don't have a stick, I've got a special tool, the telescopes, that I can put underneath there to hold it up. Or I'll put a vice grip on the shock. You know, I mean, it's obviously shot anyway, right? So, you know, me putting a vice grip on it isn't going to hurt anything. Not anymore than it already has, you know. They, I've seen a lot of, <laughs> I've seen people, they lose washer solvent caps and put a piece of tin foil over it and a rubber band around that. That's that's always a fun one. Uh, duct tape on radiator hoses, that's cool. Uh, super gluing things back together, that's, that's always a fun one. I've seen people who had mirrors that wouldn't stay where they wanted them to, so they take uh, a piece of paper or maybe some cardboard, an old cigarette pack or something, and fold it up and shove it in there to wedge the fucking mirror in one spot. So when they look in it, I mean, the glass isn't broken, but when they look in it, it's not flapping all over the fucking place. (laughs) Oh, I've seen wipers held on with wire ties. Uh, I've seen, and the internet's full of some of this stuff, you know, where a guy has a, uh, a car and he's in a hot climate and the AC goes out so he, he takes the AC unit out of his house and he sticks it in the window and he duct tapes the piss out of it and then he <laughs> then they put a fucking electric generator on the bumper hitch or something like that and they run the <laughs> they run the fucking air conditioner they run a house a household air conditioner on 110 in their vehicle I, I've seen many pictures of that that's uh it's over the edge. That that's just stupid. Just get it fixed. You know, I mean, it's not that tough. Sometimes, yeah, it's expensive, but Jesus Christ, you're gonna save that money in duct tape for Christ's sakes. Uh, some of that, some of the stuff that they they, they do is stupid shit, but yet some of it is is fucking funny. Uh, there's a thousand other things, honestly, that customers do that is just plain fucking stupid, and I can't think of them. So what I would like for you to do is get your ass on our Facebook page. Let us know how you like the how you like the podcast. I know some of you don't like it. That's fine. Um, some of you do like it, and I have listeners. I, this is this murders me because Eric tells me all the time that we have listeners all over the globe, and I find that mind numbing. And as a matter of fact, I just answered an email from a gentleman who's working at a BMW dealership in Germany, and he had a bunch of questions for me about what it's like over here in the United States. And I I told him I said, well, it's it's kind of a zoo. <laughs> it's the best way to describe it. We don't do things we're, the way we're supposed to do it. We just get it done. But if you're listening and you've got some stories about stupid shit that customers do, hit me with them. I'd love to hear them. I want to share them with, with you guys. So if you have one, I, I know that there's some out there. I know that I know that all of you have stories about stupid shit that customers do. Let me have it. Let me hear it. I want to regale the rest of our listeners with it. Um, I need a good laugh a lot. Uh, if you've listened to this, you know I get a little worked up. <laughs> I could use a good laugh sometimes. Um, listen, seriously, though, hit us up on our Facebook page. And, uh, you know, if you want to, also, we could uh, actually put you on this podcast. We've uh, done that in the past once once before, and we'd like to do it some more. That way you don't have to listen to the sound of my voice like I do all day long. 
which believe me, I sometimes would rather not listen to. That's enough of me. Uh, I'm going to go do some stupid shit myself. <laughs> this is your Uncle Jimmy. I'm signing off right now, goddammit. See ya.